Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering Russian Doll Season 1, Episode 4, Alan's Routine. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher, re-watching Russian Doll, which I love. And I am here with my co-host, a former student of mine, Kurt, who is watching Russian Doll for the first time. How's it going, Kurt? Man, Russian Doll is starting starting to become a part of my routine, Mr. Sal. <laughs> Oh boy. Love when you can work the title of an episode into your introduction. Very good. <laughs> Knocked it right out of the park, Kurt. Thank you. <laughs> Other things that you knocked out of the park include hitting the record button today. So very, very good. Yeah, that is important. Yes. Let's not celebrate too soon yet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. Well, this episode, uh, as always, we start with me trying to guess the rating that Kurt gave this episode. Again, this is the first time Kurt has ever seen Russian Dolls, so he's first he's seeing Alan's routine for the first time. So, here's where my head is when thinking about your rating. I think this episode, in a lot of ways, resembles episode one. It has that same disorienting chaotic feel but you also get a substantial amount of nadia to kind of anchor you into the world you already know so i don't think that you would penalize it as much as episode one but i don't think you probably liked it as much as episode three which you gave a nine i also am going to say that you were probably very disappointed because you only got one of your three predictions right. So Excuse I me? feel like, yeah. No, 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 no. I think no, I yes, think yes, I, yes. Uh, Okay, wait. Let's let's get to this rating okay. and then let's talk okay. about this. So yes. I so I I was thinking maybe there'd be some sour grapes there because you only got one of your three predictions right. But it sounds no. like you feel like you got more than that right. So so I'm gonna say I guess I was I was on the fence between guessing. Uh, an eight and a nine for you. Uh, but now you've kind of sold me here. I think I'm going to guess a nine, but not as high a nine as episode three. Nope. Eight. Ten. Ten. No, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I can't. It was a nine. It was a nine. Oh, okay. <laughs> you were, you were I was so excited. <laughs> no, so what did you, it is lower than episode three. I, okay. I debated giving it an eight. It could get an eight. Yeah, it, is, it is in the middle that's, ground. That's where, where, I, exactly where I had you. I had you. You were spot right on. You were spot on. Nine. All right. Spot good. on your, your guess there. Um, I like what, what did you rate it? Can I ask? Uh, I, I rated it a nine, but I know where this is going. So uh, I don't think this is as good as episode three. But uh, okay. for me, it's all. I, I loved episode three because it was so. First of all, it was very, very thematic. This the whole Nadia is the abyss, and and now perceiving herself that way was I was pervasive throughout, and I love that. Second of all, it was very, um, how do I want to say this? Like the, I could see, clearly see the delineation of the acts. This is Act One. This is Act Two. This is Act Three. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I, I I loved the stuff with horse, and then of course the zinger at the end that that amazing cliffhanger at the end uh it, it was really uh, that episode was was 
the complete package for me. I loved that episode. This one uh, felt a lot more like episode one. I already said this, but that chaos, that disorienting nature of it kind of set me back a little see, bit. I disagree. I don't think it's okay. as disorienting because Alan is not confused, really. Like he has his literally his routine, right? Oh, He's no. doing everything with purpose. Uh-huh. And the only thing is just learning the characters. Like I, in fact, look when when you know when he kind of resets or gets another iteration, right? We should understand what yep. he was, why he was doing what before. Like for example, first time around, he's unpacking a suitcase. Why is he doing that? And second time, yep. I'm like, oh, okay, I know why he's unpacking the suitcase. Like, yeah, not going to vacation now. Makes sense. So yeah, yeah. I, oh. I disagree. I don't think this is disorienting in the first episode. I feel more knowledgeable watching it. And Alan's okay. knowledgeable. He's not disoriented. Now, now I, I would agree. If this was like, if Alan was just ha- like how Nadia was, like it's his first iteration and he's learning, like, oh, whoa, what's mm-hmm. going on here? But he's not, right? He understands, you know, some of it. Right, right. It. Yes. In fact, I think, what does he say in that very that very first scene that we've seen? 10. He says, 10. Yeah, 10. Yep. Yeah. He knows so, how to count. Well, he, he, he is well into this. And so, yeah, I, I, I take your point. It's not as disorienting because Alan is not as disorienting as Nadia. It was both. Yeah. Because Alan's so much further along in the cycle. Well, it's both because he's not disoriented and we're not disoriented. Like, I, I, I right. understand what's going on in the show. Like, when I came into the series, I had mm-hmm. no idea this was going to be someone getting reset over and over again. So I was very right. confused. Nadia had no idea what's going on. She's confused. So we're both yeah. confused. But even if, you know. So neither. So that's. I think that gets rid of a lot of the confusion, or at least the disorientation. Okay. So, so the confusion was not why you like this one less than episode three. Uh, the the chaos. It, it's not the disorienting nature of it. Uh, and you feel like you got more than one prediction right. I'll, I'll just to remind you, your three predictions, as as I have them written down. Now mm-hmm. maybe you're remembering them differently than i did but you said that you would see we would see nadia at the end only which is clearly wrong well no, so 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 here listen 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 i can alluded for this one the end of alan's storyline extensively uh-huh. here, right we see we see her so yeah we see her we see the repeat like what led up to the day mm-hmm. right which i think i may have predicted okay and then we see her again from alan's perspective yeah we see her in bits but from al's perspective we see her again near the end of his day yeah, yeah but she's in half the episode like more than half the episode maybe not more than half. half she's in she's in half the episode I so, I, i'm not giving you credit for nadia's <laughs> only in at the end that's ridiculous that's not not no, the case you uh, you said either this episode would end on the elevator just like the previous one did kind of did, or yeah. or what was the other alternative that you gave i don't even remember uh, it did not ends ends with Alan electric being electrocuted. No, I know how that's how it actually ends, but it's well, that, not that's what how I you said. predicted. No. I think that's how I it. I might be misremembering, but I'm pretty sure that's what I said. Definitely misremembering. <laughs> no, um, no, I said I said that um he meet like Nadia finds him. And that's yeah. how it ends. And that's how it ends. Which but which, there were... no, that wasn't the end itself. It was the end of Nadia's storyline. And Nani did find him. So, all right. So, so what are you like four for seven at this point? Yeah. 
Give it a But, but, Mr. Sal, there's one, there's one we can both agree I was spot on with, with the solar Oh, yes. The yes. solar Yes, Ferran and Alan know each other independent of Nadia. That's the one you're talking about? Yes. <laughs> yes. That totally, I give you total credit for that one. That is the one that I gave you credit for. That is that is just the pure soul read, Mr. Sal. I have to ask you, and you can choose not to answer, because I just, I okay. can't remember. I could go back and look. But Ferran's friend that mm-hmm. Nadia saw for like a moment and then he was like, poof, gone or whatever have you, was that... Alan? So I guess, hmm, was that Alan? Well, I mean, you could definitely go back answer. and check. Yeah, was that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, ha- I do have the answer. I'm just not sure I want to tell you that yet. Okay. But just don't, just you definitely, yeah, you definitely could. You definitely could go back and check, and so could all the listeners. So there's really no point in me withholding that information, I suppose. <laughs> like it's there if anybody wants to check. They don't go back it. and watch episode one. What? Then don't withhold it. Yeah, I, I, I won't. The, the, it's clearly you could go back and watch episode one and see that that is actually Alan. Yes. It is. Okay. Yeah. So maybe, so maybe it's not as much of a soul read as I thought it was. And I just. And like my my memory was like ah oh, this this guy reminded me of the other guy I was with Hebron okay not right, not right. as cool now okay no. <laughs> sorry about that sorry, sorry to rain on your parade but <laughs> but still very good job by you and I also think it's very cool that that is who Hebron was kind of you know what there's another production got story. on too. Don't tell me it's that Alan Mike. has been at, been at this. Oh, no, Mike. What about Mike? What about Mike? I predicted Mike would be sleeping with Alan's girlfriend. <laughs> wow. I mean, you may as well just go play the lottery, Kurt. You got everything <laughs> right. This is unbelievable. No, no, why, no. Did, why, did, why did you even watch this episode? <laughs> I cannot tell a lie. That, that, that was a lie. <laughs> Can yeah. I say that? I cannot tell a lie. That was a lie. Uh, I don't know. I that sounds a, a little bit. That sounds, <laughs> sounds a little, like I told a lie. Yeah, so it sounds <laughs> but, like a Kafka trap to me. But, but uh, happy to see Mike again. Happy to see Mike again. Okay, you know, Mike right. should be briefly. You know, at least, he, at least he <laughs> another cent. But yeah. now uh, the reason this episode gets a nine and worse than the last episode, it's just it doesn't have that pizzazz, right? It doesn't have that spunk, that that like um that sixth gear, right? You it's missed a, Nadia, didn't you? Yeah, but I like Alan. <laughs> yeah, I, I, thought, I thought he was very intriguing. Alan goes like almost. He, Alan is almost the diametric opposite of Nadia, and also I immediately wrote like very early on in my notes of no way drugs did this to Nadia. No way Alan's doing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> like so, so, so I don't, I don't think it was that like joint or whatever that did this to Nadia. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'm wrong about Alan. Maybe I have the wrong read about him. But just by the way he acts <laughs> and his demeanor, I don't think he's. Maybe those cakes, those cakes yeah, have have uh, have drugs in them that we didn't know about. Perhaps, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he, he ate a lot of cake. <laughs> but okay, so uh, that's a, that's an interesting point. I will I will tell you this. Uh, much like the cohort of characters in episode one, kind of got on my nerves a little bit in episode one, and then grew on me as the season progressed. Uh, Alan. It does not grate on me. He does not get on my nerves, but becomes much more interesting as the season progresses. Yeah, I, I already like Alan, so I think um, yeah, 
I think it's a good start then. I, I, it's intriguing. I kind of view that elevator scene as the turning point of the series. Like that, that changes the series so much. The fact that Alan, Alan is experiencing this as well. Yeah. So I have, I have a few questions about the, um, the structure of this time lodge and no need to answer because actually i really don't want you to answer it but i'm just talking well, I just wanted to be the good news is i don't remember everything that happens so okay <laughs> that's, that's fine then yeah, yeah feel free however you feel fit but uh, so my immediate questions came on like the resetting or iteration i'll just say call it resetting even if it might be whatever it is but um the resetting principles if there's both nadia and alan like so for example uh do they both always reset at the same time? That is to say, do they both uh, always die at the same time? And if uh, not, do they both... I, I would presume they would have to restart at the same time. So let's say Ellen died at the end of day one and Nadia dies at the end of like day two. Well, Ellen mm-hmm. dies, We Nadia keeps going, and then once Nadia dies, they both reset at whatever their iteration is. So they're both going to be on the same iteration count always. But, but... Mr. Sal, I have to ask you yes. now, what count yes. was Nadia on at the end of last episode? Okay, so this this was... I know Alan was on 10, but then he mm-hmm. died again and went to 11 after meeting Nadia. Right. So I said at the end of the previous episode that when we saw Nadia in the, ne- the next iteration, it would be iteration 12. All right. Now, Alan is saying 11 when I'm saying 12. Right now, I don't know what he's counting his iteration though. Like, did you I count? Know. And that that's is- <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's uh-huh. the thing is, yeah, the, it, I, I am operating this under the assumption that Alan is counting resets and he's not counting that first life as one. So that first normal life was zero to me. Yeah, that that would make sense to me. I'll accept that. So I'm yeah. going to go under the assumption that they both. I don't know if they both. Um. Oh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead. No, because they both. Well, so they both die. Since they die, well, yeah, I'll say they'll die at the same time in the elevator. And they I do. They do die at the same time in the elevator. Yes. And I don't know whether Nadia dies when he gets electrocuted at the end. So I'm we curious do not whether I'm curious as to whether they die at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's one. So if they always die at the same time, um, but even if not, uh, I'm just presuming that. Basically, they don't reset fully, or maybe they, in either case, they both reset at the same time. Like they both come back at the same point. Like I, I'm, I'm presuming when Alan comes back and he's like brushing his teeth, mm-hmm. Nadia comes back looking at the mirror in the bathroom. And like, yeah, they both, the by the way, are, they both, by both the way, they both by the way come back to the bathroom with a sink running, looking in the mirror. Yeah. So uh, that that is interesting. Uh, I will tell you that you you'll get an answer to that question, not from me right now, but you will get an answer to that question. Yeah, I imagine they're going to start testing some hypotheses. And maybe they're the same person. Who knows? Well, we'll to see. <laughs> that is not his working theory right now. So, Do you feel this? Do, you... do, I, do I feel well, like she this? Burning, she, starts burning, she starts burning her hand. Goes like, do you feel this? Do you feel any pain? Yeah. <laughs> that, that is, by the way, my highlighted joke. My, uh, <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, uh, my, my, if you want to talk, we'll jump right to the highlighted jokes if you want that. So that's, that is a good one. Uh, mine, I, I had a couple. Uh, one more. My favorite, my it. favorite is if you'd like to meet up again, I will be at my birthday party yesterday night. <laughs> so I, I really like when they use this wordplay with the tenses and the yeah, and yesterday, tomorrow, and today. 
Always does that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like another another good one. Nadia goes to the ring shop, uh, trying to find like figure out she can find <laughs> Dallin's name. Just finds reminds her from the Yelp review thing. Like figures that's yep. the type of person you know he is. But uh, just trying to say she's name and Fantasia, all that stuff. So uh-huh. there you go. Wait, his name and Fantasia. Oh, name of it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, uh, aphasia. 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 Sorry. Okay. Aphasia. Yeah, yeah. Aphasia. Yes. Uh, I that that scene is hysterical. I couldn't. I don't. I couldn't really pinpoint one line that I loved in that scene more than yeah. another. But the whole scene is hysterical. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Just just a funny scene. So. Yeah, that's really uh, good. All right. So let's talk about the title then. Alan's routine. This is a pretty on the nose title. I think it's fine. It's okay. I don't think it's anything special. Okay. If if anything, I think the title's biggest quality should be landmarking the episode. Right. Absolutely. Like, you, like yeah, you know yeah. what it is. And this is, you know, it's not anything special, but yeah, it, uh, it, uh, well, I, I will remember this episode and what it was for at least Alan, even as much as Nadia, but I think somewhat, I'll remember, I'll remember the, the broad, the broad strokes. So, yeah. And I think, I guess what, I guess I'm maybe underselling this title a little bit because it's not just, indicative of the fact that we are going to see alan's routine as it is it's it's also alan's routine is very important to alan and nadia is disrupting that routine and that is very important so those for those reasons i guess it's probably a better title than i initially gave it credit for that routine's a big deal to alan as we'll see Mm -hmm. okay anything else you want to say in prologue here to the episode uh no okay all right. Well, let's jump into the rundown then. We open in Alan's bathroom instead of Max's bathroom. But again, the sink is running just like with Nadia. Again, the char- character of focus here is looking in the mirror just like Nadia. Oh, I got it. Go ahead. I know what causes it. Okay. If you run the tap in the bathroom at a specific temperature, at a specific pressure, and you look at the mirror, you'll put yourself in a time loop. Oh, man. So the moral of the story is if you want to avoid a time loop, never look in the mirror. Never look at the mirror at a dangerous temperature that could cause a time loop. Now what the temperature is, I don't quite know, but Nadia and uh, Alan might know. So Let me ask you this, Kurt. This is completely unrelated to Russian doll, but have you ever been in a public restroom where there was not a mirror above the sink? Ah. Uh... Not from recent memory, but I also don't like using public bathrooms. Whatever. I, I always use the same public yeah. bathrooms. Yeah, yeah. Neither do I. I don't. I don't like that either. But I, it happened to me once and only once that I can ever remember in my life, and it freaked me out so much. I like almost ran out of the bathroom. Why did you freak <laughs> out so much? Because I'm so used to washing my hands and looking up and seeing my reflection. I looked up and I didn't see my reflection, and I was. I thought I was a vampire. What is wrong with you? It's like it's like a it's like it's literally the opposite of a groundhog being scared by its own shadow. You're scared right. by the lack of your own shadow. Like, There's no shadow. Uh, I am I even real? It's like existential right. crisis. It was. It was. It was terrifying. I mean, I I have never. It's the only public bathroom I've ever been in where I washed my hands and looked up and didn't see myself. Also, Mister what's the vanity. Always gotta look yourself in the mirror. Yeah, I know it's very narcissistic, but <laughs> no, at the same okay. time, like it's it, but it's conditioned. Like it I, is conditioned. I'm conditioned. Yeah, I feel like I feel yeah. like that is just part of the 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 human method. Yeah. I don't know. Just, you just, you know, go exactly. to the bathroom, look at the mirror while you're washing your hands. Something to look at. Yeah, you make a face. Anyway. You make faces. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Gurning. I do a lot of gurning in the you mirror. Do, yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, Alan brushes his teeth. He kills the fly on the wall, and he says, uh, "I guess he's, he should have led with this." He says ten. So we don't know what ten means when he says it, but we'll come to learn later that is which iteration he is on, presumably which reset he's on how many resets he's had yeah right yeah so he turns on his cassette player and listens to his affirmations for success i am beautiful i am loved and deserve love i am in control which very ironic affirmations given his current situation yeah i mean the the i am beautiful part i mean that's obviously a preferred interpretation but i am loved and deserve love I mean, he's in the throes of a breakup. I mean, reliving a breakup every day. I mean, that, yeah, that's... He, he's got a sucky situation. But the thing is, though, I guess it's early on. He's only had 10 iterations. But at some mm-hmm. point, you just kind of get jaded. I would, I would argue to guess, right, that I would just not show up to mm-hmm. Patrice. Uh, I don't know how to say her name. But I'm not Beatrice. sure. Beatrice's Beatrice. house. Yeah. Beatrice's yeah. house. But... Yeah. I don't know if that just like kills him if he doesn't go there. Like if there's you know like a some sort of like he can't he can't ever get past the first day if he doesn't go to Beatrice's house. I, I don't know, but yeah, yeah I don't know. We'll, we'll, we will also, see. Nadia's much luckier. She she gets to she gets to start off her reset at her own birthday party. <laughs> yeah, that is that is for sure. Uh, so the the I am loved and deserve love part is constantly challenged every reset that Alan gets, and the I am in control obviously he does not feel like he's in control of anything right now so how could he i mean he he can do whatever he wants but he's going to wake up in front of that mirror brushing his teeth and killing flies every every time so he unpacks this luggage uh he finds this ring box in the luggage we've already seen the ring box on the elevator in the previous episode and he feeds boba fett Boba Fett, of course, being a Star Wars character, but Boba Fett is his his fish. Uh, I think it's probably important to something he says later that this fish be identified as uh, what are they called? Beta, a beta fish, one of those yeah. fighting fish. Yes, because he says say like there's two they die. I'm like, oh, is that one? Of yep. <laughs> My head went. Is that an alpha fish or a beta fish? I forget like the name of it. Beta. It's, it's, like, it's, 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 beta. it's called okay, the, it's beta. It's called the okay. beta. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but there's only one in there, and he feeds it. Okay. Maybe there used to be two. He, Who knows? Yeah. Maybe. He downstairs just kind of stares out the door of his apartment building until one of his neighbors comes in, who he lets in, and he walks by Nadia and this would be Nadia's 11th iteration because she's on the, I think she's on the phone with John here, right? Uh, yeah. On the phone with John looking for horse. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Which is, it's an interesting sight to see him walk by Nadia. They of course don't know each other yet. They don't know how uh, similar their situations are, but he walks by Nadia and he goes to Beatrice and he preempts everything that she says and does. Before she says it, he says it. He pours her a drink before she says she wants one. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's. I so mean, would I, I rattle you right there. Would that rattle you? Oh, so would just, oh, I'd be, I'd be living your head literally run free. 
completely shook if that happened to me. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's an interesting, I, from Beatrice, Beatrice's perspective, it must be just mind-blowing to see this and really disconcerting. But, do I really want to break up with this guy? He seems to be, he seems <laughs> to be my exact wavelength. Yeah, He's yeah. Tuned exactly. into the right frequency, supposedly. Exactly. Anyway. Exactly. Uh, they were about to go on a one week long trip, it turns out, that uh, he's been planning for months, but she breaks up with him. Uh, or really, he does it for her. <laughs> she, she's clearly going to break up with him, but he preempts everything to the point where he actually ends up breaking up with himself for her. <laughs> <laughs> Alan says it's going to work out. I know Alan. Yeah. He just says that. Sorry, Beatrice. Goodbye. There you go. Yep. He, he does tell her that he was going to propose. Uh, he doesn't actually propose, but he tells her he was going to. And he leaves by saying, I'll see you next time. I mean, the thing so. about proposals, right, is that they can fix a lot of problems. Isn't that the life lesson that you said before, is that proposals can fix every yeah, relationship quite, problem? Quite the kids? converse of that, quite, quite the opposite. Uh, I, okay. uh, we've, we've had this discussion on Lost for sure. I'm not sure if we've had this discussion on other, uh, about I don't, other I don't shows. I don't see why but, Ozark it would happen. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't think it happened in Ozark, did it? But probably for sure, maybe a little bit with the leftovers, but definitely with Lost. Uh, we have said, I have said several times, like you should never get married as a way to fix a relationship, and you should never have a child as a way to fix the relationship. These are these are not things that should ever be undertaken in an effort to fix a relationship. Yeah, you know, Alan, give it a whirl. <laughs> yeah, give it a whirl. Well, I maybe think that's the sale tier. I mean, he may have. Yeah, who knows? Maybe, he, maybe the world. first iteration he got down on his knee and begged, but not this time. Not this time. This time is just I'll see you next time. So uh, we get a very quick shot of him drinking in a bar. I don't know. Maybe there's ketamine and whatever he's drinking. Oh, yeah. Uh, you never know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, back in his apartment, he plays some video game, some first-person shooter game. I wondered if this is the game that Nadia helped design. Oh, yeah. I didn't try, like, connecting the two, whatever yeah. she said before. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's any way for us to know. But I like to think that this is Nadia's game that he's playing. Anyway, uh, there's a delivery of a lot of cake. So much cake. I love cake, by the way. I, I I would be very happy to help Alan with all mm, this cake, man. provided, of course, provided, yes. of course, that it is buttercream frosting, frosting, and not that whipped garbage. Well, that's, that's a bit of that's a bit of, you know, those kind of fighting words there, Mister. So I wouldn't be so aggressive in nature, but I cake, eh? I I don't really like cake. I love like cheesecake. That's great. And ice cream cake is to die for. But regular cake, even when it's really well made, it's just like, eh. Like, it's still, to me, uh, not as superior as cheesecake and or ice cream cake. Mm. It, de it depends on the cake nah. and the frosting. Mostly it depends on the frosting. <laughs> I agree. The frosting is what really makes cake, in my opinion. But Yeah. I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, like, you get a cheesecake, you get an ice cream cake. I, I don't think I've ever had a really bad version of either one of those uh -huh. 
but a regular if you give cake. me a regular cake with whipped frosting, I, it's like the disappointment of my day. It, you've ruined my day really? by giving me. Oh yeah, my day is so. So if you have a surprise birthday party, right? Everyone's you know, everyone that you cared about has has thrown this for you. You're excited, and they whip out literally a whipped frosting cake. Mm-hmm. Are you? Are you are you going to bring this to their attention? Like, are you just going to like eat it and just kind of like, you know, deal with it? Well, we we've had this discussion before too, Kurt. You know that whipped frosting is a pet peeve of mine, so I will definitely call it to your attention if you're no, the one who provided the cake. I did not if provide the cake. Cake was not provided by me. If my students at school say, "Oh, we just you know we love Mr. Sal so much." He deserves a cake. Look what we we got you this cake, Mr. I Sell. I, love Mr. Sell. I, I will not. I will choke it down and be very grateful <laughs> for it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so there you have it. Anyway, uh, I th- this he has committed one of the the big crimes of cake eating though because he's mixing cake and alcohol specifically beer i think like he, he's drinking a lot of beer and cake this is a recipe to throw up man this is, this is not a good situation but he somehow makes it through it's the next morning Ferran texts him and wants to meet for coffee and he works out he straightens up and when i say straightens up like this this apartment is impeccable when he's done it's like you would never know about the chaos of the night before, but he feeds his one fish and he times his exit to pay off the fish sitter. So he has, this is not the first time he's made it this far, apparently, mm-hmm. because yeah. he, t- he does time it so that he can pay off his fish sitter. He had enlisted the help of one of his neighbors to uh, feed his fish while he and Beatrice were on their trip. But he asks her, what's her take on him? And I basically, she says, "Well, if you weren't paying me, I, we wouldn't. I wouldn't even be talking to you." Okay. So, so whatever that means, you know, he, does that mean he's unapproachable? Does that mean he's he gives off a creepy vibe? We don't know what exactly she means by that, but whatever it is, it's not good. That yeah. he is literally has to pay her for her attention. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, anything else you want to say about that scene? No. Uh, no, no, there's nothing I want to say. Though Boba Fett is a character I respect. Not, oh, not, not talking about the, the fish. The fish, you respect the yes, fish. I respect character. the fish, Boba okay. Fett, yes. Yeah. Okay, very good, very good. But I think uh, you've already pointed this, you've already pointed this out for sure. I don't think that, I know that. But I think that we're starting to see even this early in the episode, how right you are when you say that Alan and Nadia seem to be what did you say? Diametrically opposite. Yeah, yeah. That it, it's, it definitely. Because Alan, seems... he'll say it later to Nadia, but he 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 kind of likes this that he gets to redo everything. So he gets to do everything right. Right. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He doesn't. He, it was wonderful. Everything has its place. Almost kind of like a bit OCD esque. Like he can he can mm-hmm. you know he'll know what's going to happen so he can do the right thing and it all works out. I think mm-hmm. the most evident of that is. Uh, the way he opens the door for the old man every time he waits to open the door, but he'll wait for other things too, like for example, to pay this. Um, mm-hmm. Not even fish fee. How do you feel about this? Paying someone for labor they didn't even do, they just agreed to do, and they're paying them double for it. Well, in Alan's situation, I think it's fine. He knows that <laughs> money doesn't mean a whole lot to him right now. So, <laughs> but 
but I would certainly, if I, in, if I, if you enlisted someone to feed your fish, to, Mr. Sally, you well, let's, right. Well, let's say I, I, I had enlisted somebody to babysit my kids, uh, and I got sick and I couldn't go out that night. I'd probably still pay the babysitter, not double. The, the double's what gets me. I feel like you can pay yeah. them. I don't know about the full fee, like a week long fee. Mm, I'd give them some mm-hmm. money. Depends, but a day a day is different because then they already like, you know, time managed mm-hmm. that day for whatever right. to do your stuff right. anyway. Yes, exactly. Go. All right, so uh, he meets up with Ferran, which I I'm sure you loved when this happened. Oh well, I mean, I, it's, I don't even if I didn't see it, Mister Sale, I would know it's already true. Like even if they didn't show Ferran and Alan, I knew they were still friends. <laughs> okay. That was just no. <laughs> okay, well he tells. Veron the news about Beatrice breaking up with him. And Veron makes an observation that you just blew up your life and your serial killer calm. Now, the, I, I think that statement's a lot to unpack here because first of all, this concept of blowing up your life was already called to front of mind by John in the last episode, right? He said, I blew up my life and that's on me but I would like, it would really be helpful if you would just acknowledge that it happened. He says that to Nadia. So here's Ferran saying it to Alan, but about Alan, you blew up your, your life. It's, it's blown up and your serial killer calm. We just had this neighbor of Alan saying that she's only really interacting with him because he is paying her. The, um, whether that means he's creepy or standoffish or unapproachable or whatever. And now we've got Ferran, who seems to be one of his close friends, if not his best friend, saying that you are serial killer calm. So what do you think of that? Um, I'm trying to think. If I really... So, I mean, I guess Alan is just... Uh, so the thing about this lady in the apartment, I'm trying to think, because I don't know if Alan's normally this way. Maybe he is typically more approachable, but this these like setbacks have done him differently. But mm-hmm. the um thing is that the apartment lady, the person, the the would be fish feeder. I don't know how long she's been in that, like seen him around for. So mm-hmm. that maybe maybe answers the bit. You know, he's just a tad emotionless. You know, he's maybe he is like a yeah, just not being into emotions. No time for the actually. I- Shouldn't say that he does feel anger. <laughs> yes, he does. But he does have a justification, a response for Ferran. He says, I have an opportunity to do things the right way. Mm-hmm. So this p- plays right into what you were saying earlier that he seems to actually enjoy the situation that he's in. Yes. As Nadia sees it as more as a curse. Alan seems to be digging it. I think, yeah, you, I think he'll even say as much to Nadia. But... Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, Fran invites him over for dinner on Friday, and Alan says, "Yeah, whenever Friday happens, I'll be there." So, we this is uh, similar to when Nadia said to Max Thursday, "What a concept! It's never going to be Thursday." So, you know, Alan is here; he can make all kinds of promises and commitments for any time in the future, knowing that it probably won't ever get there. Yeah. Anyway, here we finally see him get into the Salvation Army building where he's going to meet Nadia on the elevator. He's there to see Dr. Zaveri. We don't know exactly who this is. Uh, based on their interactions, I think we can assume this is his mother, but that will be confirmed 
later, but uh, no, this say, is in, in the scene. Uh, he says, "Mom." Oh, does he call her mom? Yeah, yeah. I've written oh, down okay. Doctor Sorry, aka his mom. And All this, right. This, like... Okay, we actually did see her photo in his apartment earlier as well. Oh, I don't okay. know if you noticed that or not, but yes, I did not. But yeah, yeah. He tells her that Beatrice said yes to his proposal. So. You know, that's when nice. you that's good. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I I guess I would I would say, why are you going there just to lie to her? Maybe he does. So here's the thing. Maybe he likes seeing his mother happy. Maybe he sees he has a tendency of dying if he doesn't go here. Maybe he thinks he will die mm. if he doesn't go here. And yeah. he'll reset again. I don't know. Yeah, that tracks, I think, with what we've seen of Alan. He does this because he always does this because this is the situation that gets him the outcome that he's looking for. Although, in this case, the elevator falls. So I don't know if that was the outcome he was looking for or what. But uh, he he tells her that Beatrice said yes. And then, you know, he leaves. He sees Nadia on the elevator. We get the, it doesn't matter. I die all the timeline. But now we see how Nadia responds to that. She says, me too. So they die knowing that the other one is in the same situation or at least suspecting it's like a romeo and juliet story is it they both die yeah so anytime two people die at the same time or together that's the romeo and juliet story to me yeah basically I, are you are you shipping these two as a couple uh, i wasn't but all nadia don't sound half bad or not Aladia. 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 Yeah, Aladia. Or, or, or Nadian. I don't like that. <laughs> well, Aladia. Yeah, let's ship them. Yeah, why not? Right. Kurt, let's you go. ship everybody. You got to ship these two because you ship everybody anyway. <laughs> no, I don't want to ship them. Do I take it back? <laughs> okay. I ship a sink. Okay, fine. Uh, I, I mean, I, I haven't seen any hint of a romantic relationship here at this point have you i don't know i don't know I, i'm only bringing it up because you called them romeo and juliet i don't, I don't know <laughs> well were right. romeo and juliet truly a romantic relationship like really truly shipped like i know that you know, uh, you know they're forbidden love so on and so forth but like really though like really i mean yeah. look romeo was it rome no but was it a juliet, juliet. yeah juliet died. juliet juliet was willing to risk death to be with Romeo. And then actually right? die. And then, the and one then that, no, hold on. Okay. Romeo, then Romeo shows up and sees her dead and just can't live with it. Yes. He cannot live without her, so he kills himself. And then, then Juliet, Juliet wakes up. <laughs> oh, by the way, this is severe spoilers for Romeo. No, it's totally fine. <laughs> I think it's so fine. It's fine. I think when you're talking about 400-year-old literature or however old it is, uh, I think it's okay. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a spoiler you shouldn't know. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so, what an outrageous story, though. Like, yeah, uh, this is so. This is because I like. I feel like drama was becoming like a really. I mean, probably was already a big thing. I said I, I'm not like a literature historian. This is just me imprinting what I think of it would be of just like there it's like a like a guns war like an arms race of just literature of like drama oh what's super dramatic oh this happens and then that happens. yeah like going more and more drama what's what's so dramatic here's the most dramatic thing ever right both of them killing each other themselves because their lover is dead in their eyes that's the most dramatic thing and so they they make that happen there you go yeah 
I can see that happening. Ah, but so it's the, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, this, they, I guess it's similar to Romeo and Juliet in that they both die in close proximity and uh, spatial proximity and temporal proximity to each other. So there you yes. go. Anyway, we, Alan, we're back with Alan now in his apartment. And this time he misses the fly. Okay. He's so rattled. He's definitely all, rattled. Already. He does. I don't think he says the number of the iteration either. He misses the fly. Like his routine is thrown off already. Uh, he tells his neighbor, uh, uh, I'm sorry, he tells his neighbor, uh, he lets in, the, uh, there's a woman on the elevator, right? So the, yeah. that guy that he lets into the apartment the building, man. he says, yeah, he says, there's a woman on the elevator. As though the guy's supposed to know what the hell he's talking about. But uh, he has no idea what he's talking about. But he goes to Beatrice and this time he says nothing until Beatrice prompts him. So the first time we saw this, he was saying everything she was about to say before she could even say it. Now he isn't saying anything. She's talking, he's not even listening. Uh, and he, it turns out that she slept with this guy named Mike, who she refer, he refers to because she has always referred to him as the gingerbread man. This is someone that she's been working on her dissertation with. Uh, and this is... Also, new news for Alan. So he has not gotten this information before. So he's been able to go through his, his previous 10 iterations after the breakup, thinking that they had just drifted apart, that it just wasn't working for Beatrice. And only now has he found out, oh, she was having an affair. And he can never unfind that out. So every future iteration, is going to be predicated on him knowing this information that he never knew before Nadia. Oof. Yeah. So you can kind of see he's going to blame Nadia for, for this later on, but you can kind of see the through line that he's drawing, that it wasn't until she came into his life that he ever got this information. Yeah. And now he well, has it. He, he can't unhave it. Yeah. If Nadia didn't rattle him so bad, he wouldn't have messed everything up. So. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's like if you were holding an ice cream, Mr. Sal, and I came up behind you, grabbed, like, held your shoulder, started shaking you violently, and you dropped your ice cream, you know? Like, yeah, I didn't knock your ice cream out of your hand, <laughs> but I shook you and caused you to drop your ice cream. Really, some of it, like, dropped off. <laughs> That's what I equate this to in my head. His body came up tail and started shaking him violently, and he dropped some of his ice cream. Oh, so you do pin this on Nadia? Oh no! Well, that's why I see the through line as. Ah! Yeah, Alan could have held his ice cream a bit harder. I don't think she shook him all that hard. I think, uh, I think Alan was just a bit too shooken at Nadia's. Pr- I think, I think Alan got more spooked than Nadia was behind him that he dropped the right. ice cream, and I think that's on him. He shouldn't have gone startled so easily. Nadia didn't mean to startle go. him, just to shake him. So. Yep. No, I, 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 that's where I am too, at this point. But she, Beatrice, does tell Alan that she didn't tell him about the affair because he's sensitive and she was worried he was going to lose it or hurt himself. So the person that we know is closest to Alan was worried about him hurting himself, which is why she didn't tell him about the affair. Okay. So that, yeah. So, I mean, that, that, that tells us, I think a lot about Alan. That's, that's where his personal well-being is. You know, it sounds like he, 
is I might you say codependent here. Well, what do you mean by that? Like on um, but... like he needs he needs Beatrice. He he. Beatrice. It he, seems like a, I think a big reason behind that is I think it, yeah yeah I agree with that I agree with that because okay. I guess I don't know how long these resets have been but I feel like no nah, that is a nine year long relationship though I don't know if ten iterations especially if you're the one being broken up with I imagine yeah. it was quite the shock for him at first that is that is probably something to reel from I imagine it was out of the blue mm-hmm. breakup I imagine there was something to reel from. Uh, well, you know, it, it makes you wonder too. Was is she, was she right? Did he hurt himself? Yeah, we don't know the first because uh, yeah, we don't know what the first iteration was like. First few, yeah, it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. Or did he lose it? You know, whatever lose it means. Yeah, I mean, I I can because we've already identified that Alan was the guy in the deli with Nadia. At the same well, at the same time as Nadia for on Usher to Men. And that oh, would have been oh that would have been the first night. Oh, Mr. Sal, the connection. They can die at different times. What do you mean? He disappeared. Ah. So he died. But then so here's the thing that could be. So you, think, so you think he died right then? Just what? Of alcohol poisoning or what? A broken heart, Mr. Sal. That he died of a broken heart on the deli floor. And disappeared. That or leprosy. Yes, he died. Oh, that could have been leprosy. I forgot about leprosy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to rule out leprosy. There's no way of knowing. <laughs> never rule out. There's one thing I ever learned myself. Never rule out leprosy. <laughs> but yeah, but probably, probably, you know, probably alcohol poisoning, actually. But yeah, I think he died on the deli floor. Poof. But here's what got me. Ferran, either either he died or Ferran was hiding him. Because if I remember correctly, and you can answer however you like, but I'm pretty sure Nadia prompts Ferran, what happened to your friend? And Ferran just kind of goes, what friend? Or who? Uh, in that, Are you sure that was the first iteration? Or are you thinking of the second iteration when she said, you know, how's your friend make out last night? And he's that, and so this would, would have been a totally new iteration oh, okay yeah okay well it's a new iteration that makes sense because then he okay. might not have gone and done all that stuff that's fine right but right. with the guy disappearing i mean if he disappeared i think that means like he he died extensively okay now he's still living out her her time okay okay i'm going with so they can die at separate times which was all okay right. in my eyes but they both reset at the same time I think that much is clear that they do seem to reset at the same time. Yeah, like they both, they both, uh, you gotta wait for the other one to finish up and then you both can go, or however many people there is going. Who knows? Gotcha. Uh, but I, this, this is something that I latch on to when I hear Beatrice say, I was worried you were going to hurt yourself. And we don't actually know, other than the fact that he got rip roaring drunk, you know, did he hurt himself? I mean, you're assuming that he's, he died right then and there on the floor and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was not doing very well. Completely and... ruling out the possibility of a back door that he might have stuck out of. No, but... that's what I said this before. <laughs> but I like the idea that he died of something. Okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to pretend I know the cause of death. It could be some stuff. Uh, well, my question is, what iteration was Nadia on for that? That Do was. You remember? That, that was the very first before she ever. Wow. Reset. Yeah. Wow. So we we first, were we were we we were seeing Alan upon first 
being broken up with. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. So there you have it. I wonder, I wonder if he poisoned himself. Well, I have many I, questions I, now, but anyway, yes, let's, yeah. let's, let's continue on. But uh, yes. yeah. Well, let's, um, let's put a pin in this because I, I think that we might get some answers to that. So anyway, back in Alan's apartment, he looks at the fish and this is when he, he says the line, if there are two, one kills the other. Now, this that's referring to the type of fish that this is that when you put yeah. two beta fish in a, in a bowl or tank together one usually kills the other they're called fighting fish in fact so they they will they are very aggressive so simultaneously though he's been shaken by, by this nadia. idea that nadia is also experiencing this and he must i can only imagine that he's outwardly thinking uh when there was one it was fine it was just me now there are two and when there are two one kills the other mm -hmm. i i am curious I, I i'll probably forget about this so i'll just say now i'm curious the experimentation that will occur with these two like i feel like we're gonna start mm. stabbing each other right testing mm -hmm. out some hypothesis <laughs> some 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 testing right seeing learning i, I feel like next episode will be a lot of a lot of knowledge learned on the ah. system. So now they have something to test with, right? You can test mm -hmm. some stuff. So, so now the, the episode ends. Why well, it doesn't end? But Nadia and Alan don't leave on the best of terms. I mean, Alan seems very dismissive and wants nothing to do with Nadia. You think they're going to connect in the future? So I think yes, I think we'll connect in the future. I hope okay. next episode. Maybe not. Okay. Um, but I I think um. Yeah, I think so. I think he'll come over to the birthday party. Okay. All right. So from there, Alan starts researching City College, which must be where uh, Beatrice is working on. I can only assume it's her PhD. If she's talking about a, a dissertation, they, Nadia is 36. Alan seems to be around that age. Beatrice is probably around that age as well. So uh, my guess is that this is a PhD, a doctoral dissertation, and he starts researching the college website for Mike Crenshaw, who's a professor, professor of literature, and we see his picture here. And I don't know if you recognized him from oh, the picture. Oh, yeah, I recognized him. Did you? They don't okay. read a professor. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Now, let's also remember, okay, Putting, you probably already put these pieces together. But when Alan arrives at Beatrice's apartment, she was on the phone, wasn't she? Uh-huh. Yeah, he just commented on it. I'm okay. And in one of the iterations, Nadia goes out to the stairwell and Mike is on the phone with someone oh. saying, I miss you too. Ah, see, that I don't remember as much. I remember him being at the stairwell and all that stuff. Yeah. Ah, yeah, he was on the phone saying, I miss you too. And he also, you know, we know that in iteration one, he slept with Nadia. So while Beatrice is breaking up with Alan, presumably largely, if not totally, because she's having an affair with Mike, Mike is sleeping with Nadia. Interesting. Yeah. Some some may call that justice. I would not. <laughs> okay. Justice for whom? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For Alan. All right, but, but okay. Now I can see at least some vindication, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but anyway, 
um, Mike, he sees these pictures of Mike and he trashes his laptop, which of course you can do when you know that your life's going to reset. See, <laughs> see, but that's the thing, though. That's the issue with all this, right? All this, I don't yeah. need to worry because my life's going to reset. So just out. What happens yeah. when the you time living days? Yeah, no, it was, yeah with the, the, what I would get terrified about is like you start living like it's a week. It's been a few weeks. Yeah. Now. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, 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 do I still have it in me? Like, I feel like slowly, the longer you live, the more you'll start fearing death again. Right? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. It's gonna get back to normal yep. uh, until eventually you do actually like if you die and then you do just reset. You go, oh, wait a second, never mind. There's yeah. nothing. I, I didn't have to fear death. Yeah. yeah, I like the idea of one iteration being like a full life. <laughs> exactly, because then you get started yeah. getting fearful of death. Like, oh no, can I actually die? Like, because right now they're, yeah. they're a bit loosey goosey, but yeah. But like one of them, like we see one of them in their seventies or eighties or something, and, <laughs> and then we see them reset. I think that I, 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 I would like to think Groundhog's Day. Like I would love an episode was Groundhog Day's ask where I know him. I don't know any of the characters' names anymore, but where he uh he basically like learns I think French. He just mm-hmm. learns a whole language, right? He starts like just yeah. learning all this stuff because he's you know however yeah. long he spends in this you know time loop thing. So I would like yeah. to have like suddenly, um. You know, time passes and now they're just like well skilled in some weird <laughs> skill, or they they've learned another language or like something right. like that. So something, you know, right, right. On. Gotcha. Well, anyway, uh, we we are going to get to see some Nadia now. So Nadia goes into this jewelry store, Garrett's. She recognizes the box in the window. Uh, it had a gold G on it. I think it was gold, right? Some yeah, a symbol. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyway, had a G on it. She recognizes the box in the window. The store's name is called Garrett's. And she pretends to have facial aphasia, but with names. So she she strikes this conversation up with with the clerk. You know know that thing where people can't remember anybody, people's faces? Yeah, I have that, but I have it with names. And the clerk originally, initially just doesn't believe her, but but she's too interested to not indulge her. So she tells the clerk that Alan is her fiance, but that she can't remember his name because of this name aphasia. I, I, I can't imagine this would ever work, but this is hysterical. The, this is Shaw. Just give it another try next reset if need be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a good point. So um, the, they're they both give kind of funny descriptions. <laughs> like Nadia says, he, he stands very erect. Like like this that she holds up her fist, but but a spine. <laughs> like, uh, and then the clerk says that he looks like Derek Jeter. Have you ever seen Derek Jeter? Do you know Derek Jeter? Oh, yeah, I, yeah, the baseball player. Yeah, he looks a lot like Al. <laughs> and it's it is. I didn't make that connection until the clerk said it, but then I was like, oh my god, he really does. So, but anyway, the clerk says that he came in about twenty times, but the clerk will not give Nadia the name because she thinks that Nadia is lying. But when Nadia notices the 5% discount for a Yep review, not to be confused yep. with Yelp. Oh, but... really? Was it Yep? <laughs> it was Yep, Y-E-P. Uh, <laughs> so... Okay, not bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, oh, did you, did you just think it was Yelp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, see, I mission accomplished then, right? Yeah, they've <laughs> tricked me. <laughs> yeah. But it's not good. They might, they might get a loss. <laughs> No, but they have deniability because no, look clearly that is not Yelp. It's Yelp. Ah, I, Yelp. <laughs> it yeah. was, I know the color wasn't uh, the right color for Yelp. It was, it was, like it was green. Was, yep, 
Yep. Yeah, yeah, but I was like, I ah, yeah, whatever. What are your thoughts on Yelp, Mr. Sal? <laughs> uh, I used to love it. I used to be very much into it. Uh, uh, like a great thing for its time. Well, then I had kids, and now I don't go anywhere or do anything, so it doesn't really <laughs> impact me anymore. <laughs> I do have Yelp on my phone because sometimes I yep. do look at Yelp reviews, but yep. yeah, yeah. So I, one of my one of my children has severe food allergies, and Yelp is really good for that. Mm. So. Anyway, yeah. Although there's a better app for that, actually called Find Me Gluten Free. Although that's only really for gluten free. I'm sure there's like Find Me Vegan and stuff like that. But anyway, um, regardless, she sees she she gets into to Yep and she sees Alan's three star review of of this jewelry store, <laughs> which is really funny considering comes you know, twenty times. Yeah, he comes in twenty times. He gets a discount. And he gives a three-star review. <laughs> that three-star review got the same 5% discount as the other person's five-star review. But speaking of reviews, folks, probably a good time right now to just slap a five-star review on this episode. Oh, really? You know, yeah. it would be greatly appreciated. Yes, you could absolutely. even win a prize if you did so. It is very possible that you could win a prize uh, if you saw the five-star review. Yeah, omit the very in that. It is possible. No, I don't know how possible. In fact, I don't know if we can even tell who reviews anything, like who reviews the ratings. So maybe well, you type know. something, maybe. But anyway, thank you. Anyway, uh, she also finds a five-star review of a local restaurant uh, by Alan Zaveri. The, the, she, so she finds out his last name is Alan Zaveri, which is obviously the same as the doctor's. That's why, you know. It's his mother. We know that. And she says, looks like somebody really likes shawarma. Hey, do you know what shawarma is? Isn't it Greek? I, I don't know if it's Greek or Turkish. Or it's well, something Medi- before. Like, like on, it's on a stick. On like a Some, it's something Mediterranean. It sounds a lot like a, it's very similar to a gyro, just like different or a euro, depending on how you pronounce it. Uh, just kind of different vegetables. That they, I think they use pickled vegetables on shawarma. Oh, that, I don't think I've ever had shawarma then. Never mind. Okay. Well, I'm confusing yep. it for but I don't think I've had that then, no. Gotcha. Anyway, it sounded delicious when I looked it up. I, I, I would like to try it. I've never had it. Anyway, uh, we get to coffee with Ferran again. And Ferran wants details about Beatrice and Mike. He says he never liked Beatrice anyhow. How do you feel about saying this to someone who's just broken up with somebody? So I've actually had this discussion before with people on um like it, it's always an odd thing when you're you're in a position where you have to help someone get through a breakup like a friend in some way or something. And mm-hmm. I I have never because sometimes I, I I have I have known people and friends that have broken up and then get back in a relationship and they've actually still gone for a long time, like multiple people. Yep. You know, and I have never taken the position of uh, of attacking the other person. Like, I've never, yeah, I've you, never done that. I've, you're, I've that. you're a wise man, Kurt. That, I never, is... I never do that. Never have done that. Never will do that. Yeah, uh, that's a good move. <laughs> I never, I never, I never attack someone. <laughs> so, uh, I, yeah. Because you know what happens if they get back together and you have said that? Oh, I can't laugh. Yeah. I've seen you, you, I've seen it happen to other people. I've yep. uh, I've, uh, I've not been burnt. Have you, Miss Have you ever done that? Have you ever? Uh, I I have once. I will oh. never do it again. I guess. 
Like, oh, you lose. Very awkward. Oh yeah, you, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you lose in that It'll situation. I <laughs> yes, never, never will I do that. I, I, man, the, I, the only strategy I really have to help anyone through a breakup is I just try to get them to forget. They just, just, <laughs> just, just, just change topic. <laughs> That's all I can yeah. do. There's not much like uh, you know. I know. That's yeah. man. I haven't had to deal with that in a very long time. So presumably really not have... married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. Oh yeah, your friends. Yeah. But yeah. Oh yeah, I'm talking about my friends, not me personally. But but yeah, yeah, I haven't had to deal with that in a very long time. Probably because I just don't have any friends. So, but anyway, (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But 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 thankfully, I have not had been in the situation where I've had to respond to this uh, because that it it is very difficult sometimes to bite the tongue and not say anything. But it is absolutely the right move. No, so. I think it's very easy to bite the tongue. Just, I just have nothing to say. No, never. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, uh, by the way, Ferran says that he would have asked Beatrice all the questions, wanted to know everything. Uh, because when his partner had an affair, he wanted to know everything. Yeah. And how do you feel about that? So if someone cheated on me, would I want to know or not know everything? Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Man, that's a really interesting question. I really thought about that. Um, I would want to know everything. Every single I, detail. It would depend on the relationship and whether I would want to keep the relationship. So here, if I wanted to keep the relationship, I'd want to know everything. But if I was like, nah, it's over now, I I, I don't care. I feel like just, yeah. Because You know, you know I don't hear this is why. Now. This oh, you don't want to hear anything. That's interesting. It would depend. Because, Let's say it depends. It, it would depend yeah. on whether I wanted to keep the relationship or not. Okay. And how how long I, it is and how strong I believe in it now. <laughs> and you're and you're saying if you want to keep the relationship, you do or do not want to know everything. If I want to keep it, I want to know everything. Okay, that, that I totally agree. That's a good. That's a great point because yeah. it, I'm I'm going to be like playing out all the worst case scenarios if if I don't know. Yeah, detail. yeah. If if you're still in it. I feel right. like yeah, like I think it's better to know than to yep. live wondering. Especially when the answer is yes. right there, or the you know the potential answer. But uh, yes. enough. If 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 I if I just think it's if I think it's over, then I whatever. I don't care to know. Right. I exactly. Guess that's how I land on. So that's fair, fair enough. Yeah. So, but anyway, Ferran's significant other. I think her name is Sherry. Is that? Yep. Or yep. Sherry. Or Sherry. Sherry. It was Sherry. Cherie, yes, Cherie uh, cheated on him, and he recommends couples counseling, or actually just therapy in general, to Alan. So not, I mean, they went through couples counseling for Anna Cherie, but for Alan, just you know, therapy. And Alan says, "I can get through it by myself," but Ferran says, "No one can get through anything." by themselves i heard that was like (laughs) what the hell is that that is such bs in my opinion i mean do you disagree with that mr sale well look at any time you're dealing in absolutes like that it's most likely bs yes that that is one of those statements that sounds really nice but like once you give it like an inkling of thought you go wait a second like (laughs) <laughs> what like 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 it sounds like you know someone's telling a speech and they're talking in front of people and they say that it sounds like oh yeah you know let's keep going with this but just think about it for a brief moment and like no i no Ferran, you've lost me there <laughs> okay but the the point wh- whether or not Ferran is correct which I, I, clearly he's not but the the fact that he says it is the important thing here because this is going to get inside alan's head because alan 
has actually been going through something very significant completely by himself. Yeah. And now suddenly he's not by himself. Mm-hmm. So, and he's, he's fixated on the fact that he's not by himself anymore. Mm-hmm. And he's fixated on the fact that this person has kind of messed up the routine. And now he knows all this information that he didn't know before. And this is killing him. So for, to hear, to hear Ferran say, nobody can get through anything by themselves at least must plant some sort of seed in, in Alan's head that maybe there's something to the fact that I'm not by myself here as much as I thought I was. Yeah. All right. Okay. So Alan's uh, back in Alan's apartment. Nadia tries to get Alan's neighbor to let her in, but uh, she gets caught in a Kafka trap here. Right. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, she is. It's just, yeah, spot on Kafka trap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do I, how do I know you're not a serial killer? I don't know. My sparkling personality. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm not. Well, that's exactly what a serial killer would say. So that's definitively a Kafka trap. Yeah. So, uh, and she, but Nadia can't get in through uh, via the neighbor, but she does just wait until Alan, Alan returns. And when he does, Alan wants nothing to do with her. Does not want to talk to her. But Nadia, Nadia, sorry, has... <laughs> Naughty. You already got like a nickname for Nadia. <laughs> that name asks Sorry. Like Naughty. Yeah. Naughty. Yeah. Uh, I just say, I just say syllable Naughty. So, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Nods, they call her. That's what Max and uh, in all fairness, and my notes, mm-hmm. Naughty is just N and Alan mm-hmm. is Al. Oh, okay. So, Al. All right. Well, so. Nadia has a couple theories she's working on. They live in the same neighborhood. Could that be what what the issue is? Uh, Us being the same person is my current favorite, she says. And she even burns herself, as you mentioned earlier, to see if it hurts him too, which it does not. He he calls her a carcinogenic siren. Okay. That that is extremely harsh, especially when you're when you remember that Nadia is coming off the abyss fixation from the previous episode. Yeah. Fixation. Yeah. Fixation was not the right word. The abyss, I don't know, insult. From insult. The yeah, it, 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 and, and it's even sooner than that because it's only been the last iteration. Because remember, half this episode, about half this episode, I'll say, is, right. you know, give or take, is mm-hmm. what we saw. It's like same timeline last episode. So, Yeah. So, he calls her carcinogenic siren. Now, when we break that down a little bit, a siren, uh, you probably uh, are, are aware already, but uh, some mythical creature that sings and kind of draws people into their song only to, like, I think just kill them, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's also they depict mermaids sometimes a lot, too. Yes, like it's a siren. Sirens. Yep. But mm-hmm. there's that. What, what's, your, what's an insult you like calling people, Mr. Sal? Um, I, it's, it's not so much a name, but I, I do, I do like, I don't know. I think I've only used it like once, but it was like my favorite insult I've ever dished out was somebody, somebody was like making fun of me or something. And I said, I don't care what you think. I don't even like you. <laughs> I, I just thought that was, I thought that was really good. <laughs> oh my goodness. Was just that. That's like, wow. That is so much worse. I was going to say, mine is, mine is stupid idiot. Cause it is a, a stupid idiot. It's just like, 
I think it was hurtful, but we'll call him a stupid idiot. You know, just versus just say hey, you're stupid, a stupid idiot. <laughs> Not only are you an idiot, you're a stupid idiot. Even for an <laughs> idiot, you're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you're in real deep on that. Fair enough. I like that. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try that one. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but he, he's very upset with her, and he's calling her this awful name uh, because for breaking up his routine, and he blames her for finding out about Beatrice cheating. You know, he yeah. never would have found out about that you, if it weren't for Nadia. You went, came up behind me while I was having my ice cream, Nadia, and shook me, knocked over my ice cream, and that's on you. <laughs> and Nadia's like, no, 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 I came up to shake you, and as I touched you the shoulders, you got spooked and dropped her ice cream. <laughs> that's on you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's up for yeah. the people to decide there, but. Well, she, I mean, she makes a, a pretty decent argument that, you know, I, the, the, I only just met you. Like, none of this is on me. So, <laughs> uh, but she offers her his, her sympathy, but tells him where, also where he can find her. You know, she, she says that she was at her birthday party at the old Yeshiva building. And this is where we, we get the, the line, my favorite line in the episode, the I'll be at my birthday party yesterday night. <laughs> so. Uh, and she says, from what I gather, we are in this together. So, do, you, do you think they're in this together? Should be. They could choose not to, but it might as well be. I feel okay. like it. Um, I feel like there's a frustrating element to no one else progressing, really, around you. Mm-hmm. And at least having one other person that will progress is at least fun. Like, you could pull the cool pranks on people. Like, I <laughs> uh, remember that, like, you remember on, like, recent number, like, 16 or, like, iteration 16 when we pulled that, like, we, like, uh, got the entire NYPD, like, scrambled around. Yeah, it was so funny. Remember, like, on iteration, you know, all of a sudden, you know, doing some yeah. cool stuff. Remember when we won the lottery on iteration 14? Yeah, that was cool. Too bad we... <laughs> got robbed and <laughs> that's how that ended yeah yeah uh, this is kind of the premise for the movie palm springs i don't know if you've seen palm springs or heard of it it's a hulu original it's a hulu original uh, and it's uh what's his name andy samberg andy samberg is that right yeah andy samberg and krista malati uh and the premise of it is just the idea that you know, the, when you're stuck in a time loop and you and you find somebody else stuck in the time loop you you, you kind of need each other and latch on to each other yeah um, i think that's just natural yeah i would think so so anyway alan from there goes to mike's office and mike is ever so creepily going over some literature with a female student i mean just going over some literature mr sal i mean oh yeah but this narrative lays nicely on top of the stuff it's like those are that's some of the some of the terminology that he uses it's it's, it's really gross anyway um alan barges in attacks mike mike doesn't even know who he is and when he tells him who he is mike says she's unhappy man i'm just her excuse to leave so this is clearly the case because Mike is not as invested in that relationship as Beatrice seems to be, but I don't know. Anyway, this is uh, Alan doing something completely out of his routine. Yes, he's mm-hmm. breaking the mold, seemingly. So much so that in the next scene, he takes the ring and tosses it into the river and then gets electrocuted. 
Well, Mr. Thal. Yeah. Truth, mm, mm, this this actually, yeah, you can you can you could talk about this final scene here. Yeah, I mean, so this is what I mean. He it, it's so much breaking the mold that when he does that and he resets, he says twelve, and he goes to his luggage and he finds that the ring is actually gone. So something stuck between the previous iteration and this one. And then on his way out the door, he does not feed the fish because there is no fish. I don't know if that's why he didn't feed the fish, but that fish is gone. There's no fish. So no, no. fish, no ring. We've got fish disappearing from Max's apartment. We've got plants dying. So something more nature, something about things that have like water, something about water water oh, um, okay i really i'm trying to find a through line for all these things like mm-hmm. the plants wilting the people not being there something i spotted uh-huh. like in the that's um, right 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 yes. stuff there yep. um on the street i i just don't know my my only thought is that every iteration the world crumbles a bit more okay like it's they're actually like destroying it some way. I don't know, like the fabric of time or like reality. I don't quite know, but otherwise, because it seems seemingly random. I mean, the ring does not seem random. Obviously, the ring seems actually like noteworthy of something right, intentional. He did something, but I really, I, I maybe some moments before your death. No? I, I don't know. Um, I have no idea what causes things to disappear and why things change. Like I, I'm not even gonna. I, I really don't know. So. If there is well, like a may- sensible thing, but I imagine there is. I just don't know what it is. So hey, I'm interested maybe we'll <laughs> maybe we'll find out some more about that in the next episode. Listen, I feel like next episode. So my my prediction mm-hmm. because this episode I thought pretty spot on mm-hmm. overall. I think in the history books that they'll write back yeah, like stay. back on Showhoppers episode four, <laughs> Russian Doll season one. Kurt had a spectacular spectacular prediction it's a shame that episode three got lost in the annals of time that we can't check what his exact predictions were but as per his recollection they were let me see how just how deep a sigh i can give this ready <sighs> my prediction for okay. next episode Mr. Sal. okay what are your predictions for next episode they will they you will have... meet up they will meet up at okay. around at latest at latest around halfway but i think before halfway alan and um, Nadia will meet up. Okay. And they will perform tests, experiments, so as to speak. Or they will, at the very least, learn more of their situation. It'll be a big learning episode. What's the title of the next episode? The title of the next episode is Superiority Complex. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. I think I, I hope they do some experimentation next episode. And that's all I'm really going to uh, peg to. Just uh, some experimentation. Okay. I hope maybe one day they'll try to win the lottery. I don't know. That seems like a pretty <laughs> sensible thing to do. It sure does. Give it, give it a whirl. It seems like the first thing I'd do. I feel like the first thing I do is is memorize the winning lottery numbers just so that way um mm-hmm. I guess no, because it won't work because we'll try to like you won't keep playing the lottery every day until you're out of the loop. And then when you're out of the loop, you don't realize it until I probably break your last boundary and then you don't know the winning lottery numbers anymore. I mean, so. the winning lottery numbers is so easy. It's just 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42, right? Ah, you lost me there. Oh, oh. <laughs> very good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's a lost reference for those of you that don't know and uh, should watch the last podcast. 
But um, I, yeah, you know, uh, I'm I'm excited with two characters to have this now because now it's not just about like these crackpot theories of oh maybe it's um the drugs maybe it's this curse something maybe you know now they have things to viably test it even better than before mm-hmm. so i really hope yeah. that they they use this it's a it's a great thing and that's what i hope for if, if they don't start doing testing next episode mm, it better be a good episode by you know other than that because <laughs> i will i will be very upset and i will um, so, my writing will reflect such as well i got gotcha. you uh, you know i i don't know about you i feel a certain sense of relief for both of these characters that they have someone else in the same situation as them because that it, it felt so isolating it felt so like i f- was feeling somewhat i don't want to say claustrophobic that's not the right word but well it just, closed that in a way yeah yeah like, that's a real choice because yeah. like right because it, it kind of it does just dull choices in your life when no choice yeah. matters right yeah it's like um i mean even if Go ahead. Go on. No, no, go. No, you go on. Okay. Well, even if, thank you, because I'm older and I'm more likely to forget what I was going to say. So even already forgot. if, yeah, I may have, I may have already forgotten. Let me see if I can get it back here. So, but even if you decide you're going to recruit somebody to be your, the person that you talk to about this, you know, for Nadia, it seems like it's been Ruth a couple of times, right? Even if you, even in that situation, she has to re-explain it every single time. Yeah, you know that that's that must be frustrating. At least now there's someone who has the same background in this information that she does. Yeah, this reminds me of like Fifty First Dates, and I, I haven't seen Memento, mm-hmm. but I know you have. Oh, such a great that. show, movie, yeah, <laughs> movie, yeah. But yeah. um, yeah, if it, it's like the argument that i've heard made of like if there was no suffering there'd be no happiness like you wouldn't feel happiness mm-hmm. if you could not feel bad at all mm-hmm. uh, which i don't know if that's really true i, I wonder about that would you would, could you feel happiness if you could not feel like sadness uh i, I, I don't know i mean i i can promise it wouldn't be as as rewarding probably not I, yeah I, I i think you probably could still feel happiness but it wouldn't be as big it wouldn't be as rewarding yeah yeah so yeah life yeah that's just with your choices being meaningless yeah that's just mm-hmm. i don't i don't know what you do i feel like i would just like I, I would see no point in talking with other people as much yeah other than to mess with them because there's not there's no <laughs> reason like uh, like i'm not gonna try to build a relationship it's not gonna right anything i'm not gonna try and do anything there's no reason to prep for the future there is no future so. mm-hmm. Yeah, Thursday. What a concept. Yeah, what a, yeah. What a concept. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll go to dinner on Friday whenever that happens. But mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And I can tell you that if I were either of these two, I would latch onto the other one as much as they oh, like. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I would be yeah. like, listen, we're meeting up every time. Like whenever we set, yeah. like don't even like brush your teeth. That's just we meet yeah. right. I'll make, well maybe I'll start. Maybe maybe do brush. <laughs> maybe we will like interview. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't matter actually, because we'll just reset anyway. It doesn't matter actually. Don't brush your teeth. Right. Just come on, meet up. Let's get used to it. We gotta like carpe yep. diem. We've only got like max maybe two days, it seems like that before we get like resets. Mm-hmm. So let's let's start doing things. I don't know. Yep. And yeah, no, but it is it is um it is almost I don't know. 
Not, I don't want to call uh, it hell, but like a, yeah. not a, a torture. A, certain, yeah. Certainly a type of torture for sure. But yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. It's also almost time to check the time. I forgot all about it. It is, in fact, time to check the time. Let's check in on TV time. Wow. What an amazing This is, so first of all, first of all, what the people rated TV time? They gave it a four. They did the 67%. 67% gave it a four. I do that. I do that. Okay. As evident by me guessing it. Um, with the <laughs> character rating. Hmm. This is the first hard character rating yeah. of Russia Doll. Yes. <laughs> because now there's ah. Uh, now man. there's another character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, gosh. Um, I really don't know. Um everyone everyone says Alan. Everyone says Alan. Reluctantly. So so you say Alan, I say Alan, the audience says Alan. All right. You said Alan, that is correct. I said Alan, also correct. The audience, however, still goes with Nadia, 51%. Oh, what percent's Alan? 47%. Yeah, close. Razor thin, yes. Very razor thin, very close. I thought you might have. I I was actually feeling the, I should have spoken it more. I really thought the audience would be more likely to go with Alan. That you may have gone with Nadia. You know, it's funny. I actually, I actually did go with Nadia on first viewing, but on second viewing, I was like, "No, this is Alan's episode. I gotta go with Alan." Yeah, I just because of what you learn about Alan, you gotta go with Alan. You don't Mm -hmm. learn much about Nadia. Like Nadia's fun, right? But you don't learn anything about her. She's fun. She's entertaining, and she's free. Honestly, she's refreshing in this episode. Yeah, she comes into. She injects some life into it that wasn't there. Comedy. She's the comedy. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't. Yeah. There's, not, there's nothing much to your character that's added though so yeah right uh i said yeah i would definitely say alan you said alan okay. the people yep. nadia mostly understandably obviously they're their only real choice <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes they are yes so all right so we've got tv time in the books uh we know that the next episode is called superiority complex but we don't know what it's about. Uh, unlike this uh, this week, when we had a pretty decent idea what the episode was going to be about, I don't think we have such an idea about next episode. So we, the show hoppers, would love to hear from you via Wait email. Wait, what? We're the what show hoppers. We are the show hoppers, are we not? Oh, that's what the title means. <laughs> like we're the show hoppers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I never really connected. I ne- I'll be honest. I never really connected it as like. Let's go on. Let's just let's just let's just let's just let's keep going. Okay. Okay. Let me try that again. We, the show hoppers, would love to hear from you via email at showhopperspodcast at gmail Even if for no other reason than to tell us that I'm right about the buttercream frosting choice. We also would very much appreciate any ratings reviews especially the good ones uh we very much appreciate any uh, sharing of the podcast that is a great way to help grow the show and we appreciate you subscribing following liking whatever your podcast app of choice uh, is calling it these days in the meantime we will be painstakingly preparing for the next episode of russian doll covered by show hoppers which is going to be season one, episode five, Superiority Complex.